Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Intro, let's go with another flow. Ain't your average entertainment show. More than entertainment than what's on the screen. Connecting dots on what you see. Have you ever wondered how it all began? The idea, how they started the plan. XX actors, the whole team. Mad props to those behind the scene. Why did the person get into the biz? Something inside when they were a kid. Who helped them out when they wanted to quit? What about the fam that gave them rocks to kick? How are the haters? They left shaming alone. Find out in the entertainment zone with Paul Amadeus Lane. It's a real thing. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Entertainment Zone. What is up? It's me, Paul Amadeus Lane. I am so delighted to have you on the show today. We have some amazing guests that have some amazing stories and we're gonna find out what they've been up to and just some of the challenges along the way when it comes to this journey in the entertainment world. So before we do, we'd like to welcome you who are listening on our flagship station, ABC News Radio, KMET, AM and FM, and our watchers out there, our viewers on our Fire TV and Roku app. The Entertainment Zone with Paul Amadeus Lane. That's how you can find out that app on Roku and Fire TV. And we can't forget about our podcast listeners as well. Amazon Music, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the different formats out there. We got you covered. And we thank you so much, so much for tuning in and supporting us. We really couldn't do it without you. Without any further delay, let's bring on our very special first guest. This young lady is so talented and she has an amazing story too. Entertainment world wasn't the first career of choice. What was it? Let's find out now. I am so delighted to have with me right now, my next guest, actor, producer, writer, Kalila Harris. What's going on, Kalila? How are you? Hey, not much. I'm doing good. It's been a good day. Yes. It's always a, uh, well, it's a good day. We'd have to use our AK, right? <laughs> right, right. We above ground. The sun is out, you know. We got a lot to be thankful for. for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we are so delighted to get a chance to chat with you and find out more about your career and about your journey. And, uh, Kalila, when, when you were growing up, what career choice did you see yourself doing uh, later on in life? Hmm. Well, I went through a lot of things when I was a child. I wanted to be um, a singer. I wanted to be a fashion model. I wanted to be a cheerleader for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I wanted to be um, a veterinarian. But ultimately, I settled on uh, being a physician, MD. Wow. But that didn't last very long either. <laughs> No, but that, that is cool. And that's what's pretty, pretty amazing about, about just your journey, your career and uh, what you've been able to accomplish. And what was it about medicine that kind of, that kind of drew you uh, towards, towards that field? 
Well, I've always liked helping people mm -hmm. and I always have liked uh, interacting with people and and being a figure that can provide some service to help with whatever ailment the person has. Um, and medicine was just kind of a, <laughs> it was a natural fit, but let me tell you how it became a natural fit. My daddy told me it was a natural fit because he told me I could either be an attorney or I could be a doctor. So um, I thought at the time that, you know, I like science, I like human body, I like, uh medicine it seems like fun i will try it <laughs> so i chose medicine instead of law <laughs> but those are my two choices <laughs> wow and, and you know what um you and also uh actress jen harper are both yeah. are both physicians and i had a yeah. chance to, actually had a chance to interview interview uh jen um last year and uh just to that's that's just fascinating you know just to to, to, to talk to ones who are medical professionals because uh, before my automobile accident, I was a, I was an EMT. I was a cardiac tech and a phlebotomist. And my, my next journey I wanted to be, I wanted to be a physician's assistant. So, so oh. whenever, whenever I, I, I talk to ones who are in that medical, the medical world and everything, I, it just fascinates me because I, I spent a little time in it and this is a small portion of it. Not, not, not a deep dive like you into it, but, but, that, but that's a, and that's that's really really cool. So uh, I'm gonna ask one more question about being a, being a being an MD, and then I'm gonna leave you alone. All right. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you, got, you got any 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 stories of 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 you know wait, were you able to when you were able to to really help someone out who were was having a medical challenge without breaking any HIPAA rules, but but just you know some of some of your experiences uh in you know be, being a being a doctor. Yeah. Um. You know there are times when um. Patients can be difficult. And um, honestly, it's not really something to hold against the patient. It's like, it's hard. If you're sick and you're admitted to the hospital and something's wrong with you and you're not having your normal quality of life, that's that's disturbing. It's disturbing to be in that position. So um, there was a young man that I, I don't think I'll ever forget him. He was admitted and he was, um, relatively young. He, I think he was maybe in his late twenties, early thirties. And he had Kaposi sarcoma, which was a complication of an HIV positive mm -hmm. diagnosis. And so he was moving towards the AIDS, fulminant AIDS mm -hmm. diagnosis. And, you know, young, handsome, had his whole life ahead of him. Um, and he was having issues, health issues that were um, not allowing him to be released. He wanted to go home, understandably so, um, but they wanted his T-cell count to be a certain thing. So he, <laughs> he wasn't being um, that nice to people, but again, understandable when people are in stressful situations, like they react how they react and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We're still there to help them. Um, so one day I noticed that he was just kind of irritated in general. Like he didn't want to answer questions. He didn't want to talk to anybody. He's just like, I just want to go home. When am I going home? I don't want to talk to you unless you're telling me when I'm going home. Um, so one day I brought him, I brought him a lollipop because <laughs> I had one and I was like, maybe I wonder if he's had anything nice or sweet while mm -hmm. here. So I gave it to him when we were doing our little rounds and stuff. And um, he was like, thank you. That's like, that's the first time somebody's just done something for me that wasn't oh, no. really like 
asking anything of me or asking for information or to do anything to me, just giving to me. And I was like, oh, cool. And so after that, like he kind of opened up. And so I was able to get information for my morning report from him. And it turned into a really nice, like helpful cooperative um, relationship. And and we were able to eventually, he did get to go home, hooray. Uh, But I just remember like that change happening and feeling like, you know, also fielding complaints for, you know, other people who were coming in, whatever. And it's like, you know, just reminding him, everybody here wants you to succeed and wants you to be able to go home. And I know that it may not be, you know, an ideal circumstance, but if you will just talk to them, they can help you. They really want to help you. Like that's why they're here. So just keep that in mind. I know it's, I know it's frustrating and I know that this is not an ideal circumstance for you, but just be, just be patient with them because we're all here just trying to, um, get you home, get you safe, get you well, and get you to be able to go home and get back to your life. So uh, that was a memorable experience that, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Because I remember when uh, being on one side and then on the other side of being a, being a patient, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of wrapped it up a little bit, but then I had to remember like when I used to have patients taking them to like to the ER or something, how they would, get kind of rambunctious and I was like yeah I'm getting a taste of my own medicine now so, I, <laughs> so, so I, I definitely get how long has it been since you since you practiced medicine oh boy like I haven't been in a hospital in that capacity mm-hmm. since 2011 wow. so it's been 11 years wow yeah. that is, that, well, that, that, a little less than 11 because like December of 2011 yeah. would be the last time Wow, that is so cool. So while while you were while you were you know uh, working uh, working in the medical field, what, was acting something that, that 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 you wanted to do, but you, you didn't know how to how to how to how to navigate navigate that part of your journey. Yeah, I I I believe society kind of trains us into this belief that doesn't necessarily serve us that says that we have to choose one thing, yeah. and. Humans are multidimensional beings, so we don't have to choose one thing, but I definitely bought into that. So when I was um, in medical school and I was thinking of having a life in medicine, I was like, well, I got to get up acting. Like, so, you know, I actually, when I was in school for like a year and a half, I committed to not doing any acting whatsoever, like no modeling, no commercials, no nothing. Um, and I was so unfulfilled, like for the entirety of that year and a half. And I was like, I haven't been happy in a year and a half. What is the thing that changed? Oh, the creative outlet. So um, I was like, yeah, I I can't, I don't want to, not that I can't, I could, but I don't want to, I'm not going to subject myself to a life without the creative act, uh, the creative outlet that I enjoy, which is acting. And um, yeah. So when, when I finished medical school, I was like, okay, well, I'm still buying into this. You got to choose. And I was like, well, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose what brings me joy and what is something that I feel like I can do for the rest of my life. And and that was acting. That is, that is, that is like, wow. I'm, I'm just blown away by, you know, by, by your journey and your decisions and everything in a, in a, in a really positive way. Cause I'm like, wow, that's, when you so when you, I guess broke the news. So like 
friends and family like okay this is this is the road I'm going to travel. Were were they supportive or were they like, hmm? <laughs> Mostly, hmm. <laughs> a few hell no's and a couple like, well, if that's what makes you happy. I think, you know, the friends were being as, as, <laughs> as supportive as they knew how to be and as they could because, I mean, some people looked at it as you're ruining your life. Like, why are you doing this? This is a terrible decision. You have a path set before you basically lined with gold. Why don't you go there? So what if you're happy? Who says you have to be happy in life? That's not what grownups do. They don't be happy. They do their job and they go home. And I was like, I don't subscribe to that. And I didn't really have the tools to or the vocabulary to express that at the time. I just knew I can't do this for the rest of my life. I just don't want to. And I had I had a um, classmate, very sadly, um, in our second year commit suicide. And it was just a very real um, wake up call for me. And I was like, I found myself immediately after it happened, like, of course, super sad, whatever. But then maybe like day two or three, I found myself being jealous of him. In his absence, I was like, he don't have to go to school no more. He don't have to take step one. He don't have to. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. This is problematic. I sought counseling. But um, I knew that kind of viewing it or feeling that way so strongly was not healthy for me. And so I was like, you know, is this the best path forward? And I think after that happened, I was like, I... I ain't, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to graduate because my parents want this degree on their wall for whatever reason, which they don't even have right now. I still have it right here. <laughs> anyway. Wow. That's so cool. I was like, I'll give them what they want, but I have got to move on with my life. And now looking back, it's funny. I like, I've, I didn't necessarily feel empowered in that decision then, but now given the development that's happened in my life, which is like leaps and bounds, I'm like a different person. I look the same, I talk the same, but the thought process and all of that is very different now. And um, yeah, looking back, I, I, I see there could have been different paths. I honestly didn't even want to go to college, but I didn't know that college was a choice. Like I thought mm -hmm. everybody go to college well that's what my parents told me and it was good for them that they kept me ignorant <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I definitely get that and hearing you just you know relate relate that that experience and that story you know just the way that you you light up you know you you feel that that this is like you know you really you really you really are a happy person you know i, I can see it in your eyes see it in that smile you know that, that you are fulfilled and 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 that's that's when you know that that life is good you know when you when you you know when you got your spirituality right you know when you got your then when you got your profession right you know everything else is like you know it just it's just a good time to be alive you know when you have it's a wonderful things, time to be know. alive you're right about that <laughs> yeah, definitely and, and when you when you look at uh some of the um, different roles that you've had had over the years when did you feel that 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 you belong in this industry because i i know Sometimes when you're like like new to something, yeah, you, you kind of like have have some type of uh, I don't want to say fear, but you just feel kind of like maybe a little bit uncomfortable because you're in a new environment with, with with new surroundings. When 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 did you finally feel like 
yeah, this is my industry. I'm, I'm owning it. And this, yeah. this is where I belong. You know, definitely fear. 100% fear. Imposter syndrome. Like, who told me I have the nerve? Like, who am I to say I'm an actor? How can I even call myself that? It took me a while to get comfortable with calling myself an actor. Um, but feeling like I belong, that's actually pretty recent. I'd, I'd like, I'm, I'm not sure of the exact moment I felt it, but I think in the last probably year and a half, two years, like during COVID-ish, right before COVID, right before COVID, I was like, okay, this is what I do. This is my profession. And I know what I'm doing in, you know, a humble way, but like I have talent in this area. And I have seen, like I've witnessed from looking at old projects and looking at projects now and knowing how I feel and how I tell stories today versus when I started, I was like, I've put in the work. I've, I've been putting in the work and I now have um, a skill set that I didn't have when I first got here. And yeah, I belong in projects that are, um, you know, with that have A-list talent in them that are from amazingly talented directors and production houses and all of that. So I was like, yeah, I belong. I think it started around right before COVID. And I think it's been like solidified for me, that belief at least. Um, it, well, I guess it's getting stronger every day. You know, I talked to um, several um, entertainers and, and they talked about how COVID really opened up different doors for them with the, the amount of auditions that one can do virtually and and how it either made or break 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 some in this industry and and how ones come out after we're not we're not done with covid yet but on the tail end of hopefully this pandemic we're hoping and as a medical <laughs> doctor you could probably share share some good insight on that but but how just how the the different opportunities that exist now you think of all the the different streaming platforms that are out there where ones can can, can work in this in this climate, but not only that, but tell their stories, produce and write like yourself. And what what about writing and producing? Um, how did you get drawn into into that part of this industry? Because I, I think it's I think it's amazing. Anybody in any industry should know the ins and outs of everything because that just makes you a well rounded talent, a well rounded individual. Mm-hmm. What was it about writing and producing that that kind of drew you to that? So as much as I love telling other people's stories um, and, you know, being able to tell them without offense and then having them see me tell the story and them feeling proud of, you know, the story that's being told, um, that feels really good. However, (laughs) being able to tell my own story in the way that I want it to be told and like the, the way that I want to shape the world and and deliver and retell my own experience or even just my thoughts is, um, okay, I'm a type A personality. Some people will call me bossy. I'm not bossy. I just, <laughs> I do what I like. But, <laughs> but certainly having, uh, having creative control over what is being um, focused on, what, what parts of the story I believe to be important and expanding on those. Um, that just gives me such great joy. And, and again, telling other people's stories and working closely with directors and producers and whoever to tell the story in the way that they see fit and, and in the way that, um, and focusing on the things that they 
deemed to be important, that feels good too. But this is a whole, like, it's like another layer to the goodness of the feeling. It's like, this is good and I can do this forever. I'm talking about the telling other people's story, but then my story is like, yeah. And then there's like this, this feeling of, um, immense gratitude at being able to share. And then it's another layer even on top of that, which is, okay, this experience, um, which probably molded my perspective is now being able to be packaged and shared with other people in a, in a way that I probably couldn't reach them all with me just making phone calls, telling people what happened, you know? So it's like, um, just feeling like another way of helping people. I, I just think all stories are valid. And if I could, I would hear all the stories in the world from all 6 billion of us who are here. Um, but of course that's not possible. So, <laughs> but the stories I do get to, to experience is like, wow, in some way that my perspective could be either challenged or, um, affirmed or just even uh, made made to be somewhat adjusted after. So, yeah. Unless you have that mutant gene like Charles Xavier, Professor X, then you can hear all the stories of all six billion <laughs> of us, but I, I don't think it is, but no, I'm just joking. But, but, <laughs> but you know, and, and I, I love to hear that because I, I think we're in a stream of time now where we're able to tell our stories and put them out there and, and not have any of the uh, quote unquote and quote uh, gatekeepers preventing those stories to be told just because of all the different platforms that are yeah, out there, yeah. you know, which are the point now, okay, you don't want to do it. I'll put it on YouTube. You know, I'll do this. Yeah. I'll do all these different things. And it's just amazing. Just the quality of, of stories is being told. Now I have never seen it in my entire life, you know, because growing yeah. up uh, in the, in the, in the uh, LA area, all we had was like channel two, channel four, channel 11, channel nine, channel 13. So, yeah. and then, then when cable started happening, and then you started to see all these other different, different forms of, uh, of, of different shows and everything. But nowadays it's like, there's so much content and amazing actors like yourself and storytellers like yourself are able to, to really just enlighten us with, with more, with more stories out there. And, and I think it's just a really great time for creatives out there just to, to really, to really shine and flourish in this in this environment, and w what has been the most challenging part of this in industry for you, Kalila? What, if you don't mind sharing that with us, and 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 how did you kind of over overcome that challenge? You know, uh, the most challenging thing of being in the industry is not the industry itself, but it's my own mentality. I've noticed. Okay. So the way that I felt about myself in various points of my career have the, those ways have um, <laughs> impacted everything. Like I used to think that, okay, I'm in a bad mood today, but that like, I'm gonna put it aside and I'm gonna do this and it's going to work out well. And it's like the way that a person feels and um, kind of the, the energy they're vibrating in is an indicator of where they kind of are in their default time. So it's like, I'm having a lot of bad days. It ain't just that, you know, this person pulled out in front of me and is going really slow and I'm about to be late. It's me. So like, what, what 
is my belief system that needs to be challenged and what how and how do I make that belief different like instead of thinking like oh I don't get these auditions I don't get all the auditions I want or like I don't ever book or whatever the case like what can I do to move away from that false belief but you know in the time that you're thinking it it seems like it's real it seems like well this is what this is what my life is telling me it looks like I don't book as much as I want to etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's like just coming to the realization that those um, unuseful <laughs> uh, beliefs are hindering, not helping me. Cause you know, a lot of times people are like, well, you gotta be realistic, et cetera. And it's like, well, do you really? Uh, and is it helpful to be realistic? So um, that's been my biggest challenge, honestly. And I don't know if that was what you were looking for, but like the industry itself is what it is. And yeah. my reaction to it is, what determines my course of success or failure, honestly. Now, I'm, I'm glad you shared that because, you know, it's, everybody has different challenges and, and, uh, and I'm glad to hear yours because that makes a lot of sense because that, that's, yeah, the, the way we react to, you know, the, the industry is the industry, nothing, nothing we can do to change the industry. You know, we got to, what they all saying, put some latitude in our attitude, right? That's what, how we kind of, how we kind of, uh, you know, adjust to it when you when you look at the various roles that you've played over the years what 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 has been some of your most memorable roles that you often look back on and be like that was a really cool experience that was fun that cast was funny or you know if you don't mind sharing that with us yeah all of my experiences have been amazing i'm gonna just nice. say that <laughs> um but the two that are like, I guess, at the top of my list, which just so happens to be, um, well, anyway, uh, one was a f Christmas film I did called Grayson Family Christmas. And the other one is actually about to be available for season two. It's called For the Love of Jason. It's on All Black. Um, so the creator of the show went to uh, North Carolina A&T. And so he's like, the the whole team the, the the producers the actors it's like a lot of alumni from ANT I didn't go to ANT my mama went to ANT so I feel like I'm an honorary Aggie but um, just just being there and also seeing because you know the creator is a friend um, I did have to audition by the way so <laughs> that was cool but just being able to see like all parts of bringing this thing to life. And then even like the the inspiration of like, hey, this is possible. I don't have to win an Oscar first before I can create a show or create some vehicle for telling a story that I want to tell. Um, but it's just like, it's we when we go there, it's just fun. It's we're playing, we're and we're actually playing even with the with the with the scenes we're doing and the stories we're telling. It's just like like I don't want to be nowhere else but here right now. <laughs> um, and the people are so fun and funny and kind and sweet and work. They work very hard and very talented. And it's just like, this is iron sharpening iron. I love being here. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And anything else we have to look forward to that you work on that you can talk about? I know certain things, you know, NDAs, you can only say so yeah. much. But is there anything else you can tease for us just, just a little bit? Well, that's it for now, but I'll right. 
perspective. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know what that means, right? So when you are able to talk about it, you got to come back on so we can we can chat about it. You know what I mean? And, and talk about talk about the experience and everything. And, and it's uh, Kalila, you you are such a, a very talented person, and uh, the way you come across on the screen is really is really awesome. You know, you you, you have that it factor uh, when it comes to this industry, and 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 we want your Start to continue to shine bright out there. Uh, we, you know, we believe big things are are coming uh, more your way in the things that you're doing. So, so thank you so much. Anything else you'd like to like to share with with ones out there before we let you go? I thank you for that, and I receive it, and I'm here, open arms, waiting for uh, whatever is to come, and I'm also excitedly uh, waiting to see what's coming for you too. And we can chat off 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 the record uh, when we're done here, but. I may want to involve you in something. So just. Oh, wow. Thank you. Well, my, my heart just skipped a beat when you said that. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I just want to tell you too, I'm sure everyone who's watching right now, they're just admiring the beauty of your makeup. Your makeup is awesome. I'm a, I'm a makeup guy because I did television for many years and I used to get my, my, my face made up a lot and, and yours is awesome. I just want to say, Thank Your you. makeup is jamming. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> but but I'm looking forward to, to sharing with the audience some of those great things that you can't talk about right now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but we will, I think we've just solidified that this, another interview is in order. Absolutely. It, consider it done, my dear. Consider it done. It's going to, it's going to happen. But, but great, great catching up with you. Thank you so much. Very nice talking to you too and meeting you. Really enjoyed my chat with Kalila Harris. Boy, that's pretty cool when the host gets surprised too, right? I was like, what? Really? Really? I'll keep you posted on what that is, everyone. I really, really will. We'll get back. We're going to check in with an actor, find out about his journey, his ups and downs, and what he's up to now. Be right back after these messages. Ain't your average entertainment show. More than entertainment than what's on the screen. Connecting dots. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.